Good evening and welcome to the second episode of A Closer Talk. I'm Betty van Langendonk and I will be your host tonight. A Closer Talk begins where the BGO documentary Bring It to the People ended. We invite captivating personalities with a love for music and a strong involvement with Brussels Jazz Orchestra. Together, we have a closer talk about life and music. Through these informal interviews, we invite our guests to tell us more about their lives and their connection to Brussels Jazz Orchestra. Tonight, I'm welcoming Lies Martens. Lies has been working as an independent manager in the arts and cultural sector for more than 25 years. She's an art consultant who focuses mainly on the management aspects of cultural organizations. She has worked for dance companies, art festivals, theater companies, and workspaces for artists. She provides them with all kinds of advice, from helping them with communication to fine-tuning financial aspects or helping them, them decide on work regulations. Beside this, she has worked as a lecturer at several colleges, including Erasmus, the School of Arts, and Ritz in Brussels. Since 2018, Lise has been a member of the Board of Directors of Brussels Jazz Orchestra. Good evening, Lise. Yes, hello, good evening. I just gave a short introduction to our audience just now, but could you tell us a little bit more about different aspects of the job that you're doing? Uh, well, in fact, I'm working for different organizations and different kind of organizations. Uh, if speaking about arts, it's mainly dance companies uh, and the musical sector, but also a lot in theory. Um, so I assist the network in the arts. Um, like we said, I, I teach uh, uh, sometimes. Um, if I work for dance companies and in the musical sector, the uh, most of the time, uh, I spend uh, my time with, uh, within the company, so it is mainly within an organization, an association, um, and it's to see what's the best way to make arts possible uh, and mainly to produce arts. So set up uh, productions, uh, dance pieces, concerts, um, this kind of things. Okay, if you're working uh, for a um, dance, and or... yeah, what I like a lot about me was uh, you have of, of, yeah, <laughs> you have different key holders, and to see that uh, that you make possible uh, with your different key holders that arts can be be made possible, and that goes from the board to the subventional uh, government to the artists um, to the theater. Uh, so in fact, it's really communicating a, a lot with uh, with people. Um, the other thing is that uh, very often I'm busy with very concrete things, uh, contracts or see that my Excel um, um, presentation is readable, understandable, is correct and so on. Yeah. So it's very different aspects in fact. Okay, I would like to go more into like a day at the production of a, of a dance company. Mm. Uh, could you describe us an average workday if you would work for them? to at their production or what kind of tasks would you do for them? Yeah, um, for the moment I have a big dance company, it's Vaso Dance Theatre, uh, based in Brussels. 
Mm -hmm. um, and the day is very different if I'm in the office, uh, if the dancers are there, or if I work at my own desk. Uh, I need to work on my own desk if I need to, need to write subvention applications, uh, um, uh, for instance, or to need a budget uh, uh, update, this kind of things. Okay. When I'm in the office, very often it's just ad hoc. There is a question, there is a need, there is a strange telephone call coming in. Uh, <laughs> how shall we deal with that? Uh, so then I'm very uh, available for, for other people but I need to sit uh, back really to uh, enclose myself if I need uh, the focus completely very often has to do with deadlines uh, if you could choose one project or achievement that was the most challenging during your career could you give us an example that's a difficult one, but I find it uh, very um, interesting, also challenging, triggering sometimes to work really with other cultures. Um, I've set up a, a dance performance with a Chinese dance company was some years back. Um, and that took a lot of my energy, a lot of my time to, um, yeah, to put those two different, was a Flemish dance company with a Chinese dance company, those two forces together and to make one piece mm -hmm. and to make that you understand each other. Uh, the contract was a hell to, uh, to negotiate this. And then finally the contract was uh, signed. And uh, then the manager of the Chinese dance company said, yeah, that can be, it is on paper, but I'm not interested anymore. From today on, we do like that. So <laughs> that was rather challenging. Okay. And then I had a very good uh, relationship with this man because they have such an other culture. There is such an other background where written things are, are, are not important, uh, in fact. The dance company with whom I'm working now is uh, a lot of African uh, dancers from West Africa. And also there it keeps open my, my, my mind some, somehow. Uh, somehow I'm uh, obliged to reflect on how I'm doing, what I need to tell. Do they understand? Um, also learning new values because I'm so based here in the, mm -hmm. the law around arts and collective arts agreements, uh, whatever, and they don't have this kind of thing. So you have, really have to deal with a complete other background. And I find it super interesting. Are there typical Belgian things that you took for granted that they really didn't know about? Oh, it's not uh, specifically Belgian, but European, uh, let's say. Yeah. Because, and also my background, uh, we come back on that uh, later, I think. So I studied criminology and in fact, that's a juridical uh, study at, uh, at yeah. university. So everything is so justified and for everything you have arguments, you don't decide if it is not grounded, if it is not uh, taken a decision yeah, in a dem dem democratic way with uh, the board, for instance. And yeah. you see that's not always working uh, that way. But uh, African dancers, no, I'm really amazed somehow how they can deal. There's a problem and okay, they're going to do, they're going to fix it just like <laughs> that. Like, oh, okay, yes, <laughs> maybe I need more time because the board, uh, for instance. Um, but they really are, are so busy with helping themselves out. And that's also, yeah, that's, that's I, I like to learn from that as well. Uh, yeah. so Belgian things, it's more European that, yeah, uh, yeah we have had the French Revolution. <laughs> so a lot of things come from there that everything needs to be justified yeah. around mm -hmm. it. With the justifying things, uh, the European organizations like Brussels Jazz Orchestra have a board of directors. Um, in what way 
have you or can you use your knowledge and know-how on the board of BJO? Oh, there is a lot of things, of course. Eh? Everything has to do with how do you organize the best circumstances so that the artist really can do his thing eh, the, the, the best way. And um, I think a board, um, it starts already with bringing together the people. So it's mm -hmm. good that not everybody has the same profile um, because you really need to, to listen from another view, uh, to learn from another view as well. Um, and the artist is a central thing. So it doesn't make sense to have a good board if the artist says, sorry, I'm not interested yeah. <laughs> in how you deal. So you need to, to keep that in mind. And then everything has to do with how can we uh, make it possible, possible, there's different opinions. How can we bring that together so that, um, yeah, that, uh, that team gives you wings, in fact, uh, that you become stronger uh, together and that you can go further to, together. Uh, we have this Belgian, uh, what do you say, the uh, expression, uh, l'union fait la force. Uh, mm -hmm. so all together makes us stronger, and I really believe very hard in, uh, in that. Yeah. Um, so all skills need to be pres present in a, in, a, in a board of directors, in fact. And you need to have a good president that uh, is able to guide all this kind of different uh, opinions uh, uh, the, the, the good way, uh, to, to the good direction. And does a director of a board has to have certain capacities besides uh, guiding everything, right? It helps, of course, to have experience. Um, mm -hmm. And I was uh, my first job in the art sector, like you said, more than 25 years ago, was at uh, Rosas, the, the, the famous dance company. They still were small and rather unknown uh, at the time. It was just uh, after the European cultural capital of Antwerp in 93. Uh, um, and now I lost what I, I wanted to, to say. The, the capacities <laughs> yeah. of a good uh, director yeah. of a board. And so you build up experience in, uh, in all this kind yeah. of uh, different uh, environments. And rather soon I was asked to be uh, present in a, in a, as, as a member of a board. And I said, yes, um, I have said a lot yes in my career <laughs> just because I'm very curious and I want to learn, uh, keep eyes and ears open. Um, and all this kind of different experiences help, I think, to, to, to be a board uh, member. But so, yeah, you need to start somewhere. So it can be an advice to artists. Uh, I say it sometimes in my lesson, just mm -hmm. jump and go for it. And then, uh, uh, yeah, while yeah. you do it, you will, learn, you, you will learn from it. So do you remember the first time you heard about Brussels Jazz Orchestra or the first, first time it was on your radar? Uh, yes, I must say, um, also a long time ago, as your manager, uh, Kun Maas, we have somehow the same traject, uh, <laughs> busy the, the, the same length of career, I think, in the, the art sector. And there's a very good uh, network that um, uh, unifies all arts uh, organizations. Uh, it's called OCO, Overleg Kunsten Organisaties. So in uh, Belgium, mm -hmm. we have two cultures. This is the Dutch-speaking cultures in Flanders. 
uh, Oko and I uh, got to know Kun there. Um, and it was the first time I think that I heard about uh, Brussels Jazz Orchestra, but I must admit it's a very long time ago. So my memory, uh, <laughs> not sure if I didn't know BGO before or that was the, the, the first time. But anyhow, then specifically I saw what, what BGO was busy with and yeah. I got to know their artistic direct director and following what they were doing, yes. And so you joined the board uh, afterwards, but does music in general play a huge role in your life or in what way does it play a role in your life? Uh, yes, a very important role. In fact, um, I must say when I'm at home, I don't have that often music uh, in my living room or in my sleeping room. Um, I also like the, the silence and just hear the city. I live in the city center of Brussels. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so that's that's less of a less of less of an interest, although I have uh, tons of CDs. Uh, I have it very often in the car if I drive the, the car. I take my ears to run uh, also. Yeah. But especially I like live uh, concerts because this is really an extra dimension and um, yeah, for those who don't know, it's, you, you cannot you cannot explain how important it is because besides of just listening to the music, admire the, the skills and in case of an orchestra to give place to an individual player, but also to see, wow, each uh, individual player is part of the group and it brings the group together higher up. Um, uh, so that is, uh, yeah, that is uh, very important. But besides of this, it's also a lot of energy, and that's really the the the, the facet, the special facet of a, a live uh, performance. That in case of an orchestra, but uh, dance as well. Uh, very, very often, yeah. uh, music is playing a huge role in there because on that music you make the dance uh, most. So yes, it is uh, playing an important role also professionally uh, yeah so now you're generally working in the art world but you mentioned before that you studied criminology which is mm. a whole other kind of uh, yeah. study so could you tell us more about how you made the switch from your studies to your eventually your job now in fact, I was somehow, what do you say it? I only knew one part. Uh, my mother was a professional musician and singer. Mm -hmm. uh, so I only knew the part of music. So it was so clear. I, I, I went with her to music class and so since I was three years. Um, it was so clear when I was 18, of course, I would study something in, a, in music. And I think it kind of, I don't know what, uh, Okay, it was so clear and so hey, it was so clear and so evident. No, let's do something else. Uh, <laughs> and so I've been uh, taking informations, and I knew somebody that uh, studied criminology. And what me interested uh, very much um, was the fact that it is a, a cross point of juridical things, um, statistics. I liked a lot during the study, but also the social uh, facet. And uh, especially everything that had to do with freedom that came a kind of fixation yeah. uh, for me. Um, yeah, the, 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 the crossover of different uh, kind of sciences and uh, philosophy, psychology, all this kind of thing. So I find that that's very interesting. And so I, uh, yeah, I, I finished the university and I came back to the, the art sector. So my mom was right. So you chose for the art world eventually? But what intrigues you mostly in this world? What are the most fascinating things to you? 
when I started um, at Rosas, I was in fact not known with the inside of the, the, the art artistic world, what happened uh, behind the scenes. But rather soon I discovered that it made me happy and I was very um, uh, uh, yeah, curious about uh, what's happening. So I didn't, I, of course, I saw a lot of Rosas performances, but I saw also theater, uh, concerts uh, and so on. And um, it, it, I, I really had a reflection, yeah, arts make me, arts make me happy somehow. It broadens up my world. Uh, I get to know very interesting uh, people, interesting talks, uh, the scores, uh, for instance. Okay, why is it built up that way? How does mm -hmm. it have a place in this time frame? Um, and so on and so on. So it really, yeah, it really uh, gives me an, an, another kind of um, experience in, in, in my own life. And uh, yeah. since then, I was uh, convinced that's, that's, that's my <laughs> world. I just want to be there. <laughs> yeah. So music and art makes you happy. And you said before that uh, the power of music comes mostly when you look at a live concert, mm -hmm. but momentarily due to the consequences of COVID-19, we can go to concerts. Have you experienced uh, the consequences of this yourself? It's very clear that I miss kind of the heart, what it is about uh, in our sector. Um, and not only because I support artists, I try to organize thing, but things, but besides of that, I go a lot to uh, to theaters, to concerts, to festival. I don't have yeah. a television. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm several evenings, I was, you could find me in a theater. Um, it has a strong social uh, aspect. It was yeah, somehow making yourself up to go out, looking forward to something. To have the vibes like ah, oh, yeah. you, you read about it, yeah, that's really a thing that I want to see. Curious what they made they made out of it, and then you come in the theater, the vibes of the public also uh, together. It's kind of energy in between uh, people that's uh, that's so strong. Meeting friends, uh, discussing afterwards, talking afterwards, learning new things. Um, Sometimes also hard things because sometimes you have political uh, theater or you are confronted with uh, yeah hard pieces. Uh, mm -hmm. But always there is something that um, yeah that intrigues me and that helps me further uh, yeah. to reflect, to learn, to be happy, to yeah all these kind of things. Uh, yeah. How do you think this period will affect our future or our experience with culture, for example? Oh, I especially hope that we can return to normal uh, as soon as possible um, or that we find a way to deal with it. Or sometimes I even think, um, okay, what kind are, uh, of risk are we able to take uh, in order to go to theater? To, mm -hmm. Of course, I will be prudent, uh, like uh, wash hands, shell, uh, masks and so on. But I think I would love to return to, to your theater and I wouldn't mind to sit next to, to, to somebody else like I do now in the street or in the, in the, the shops. Yeah. So that's my first uh, thing. I cannot imagine that it would not be there anymore. I really cannot imagine. So I hope this is over as soon as possible. At the other side, I must say, I was living kind of a hectic uh, life. Um, a lot of travel, a lot with other people, a lot of stress, deadlines and so on. And that became calmer. So yeah. also this, I, <laughs> I'm very uh, aware of it. And I really, yeah, 
I really try to be conscious about it. Uh, that is a special period. Yeah. yeah. So last question. How do you see the art sector evolve in the coming months and year? Will audiences experience theater or concerts in a different way? Do you think they will program more online things in uh, together with the live concerts? Uh, I think that has had a boost, definitely, the, uh, especially with uh, yeah, what you do in BGO. Um, you have a, a f yeah, you make a fabulous work there to to keep contact with the public through a digital way. Uh, also, dance performances was not used before. Now you see a lot of dance and yeah. theater performances uh, online, so that's uh, definitely uh, good. But um, yeah, I really hope that we can return as soon as possible back to normal because you need the live. We are in the yeah. live performance and as such, such a specific thing, you just, uh, you just need it. Uh, one of our dancers was dancing in the street and it was filmed by somebody else. And it made me so happy to see him again performing, to have that, uh, yeah. to, see, to see how, uh, how was that, 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 that was going. Yeah, let's hope we can go back to that. Um, to conclude this uh, second episode, we'll now press play for the favorite BGO track. So, Lise, could you tell us a bit more about the track you have chosen? Oh, it's a um, piece out of uh, I Have a Dream from uh, BGO. And um, uh, how is it? That's uh, uh, um, um, recomposing on a, a number of uh, Sting. Mm -hmm. Is a title we dance alone? They uh, dance alone. They dance alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, that piece has everything in it. What I'm looking at, what I like to see in a in a in a, in, in music or in a, in a in an arts piece. Uh, I have a dream. Of course, is a very strong title, and and uh, we have it from Martin Luther King. I think you made it because he was uh, he died 50 years ago or so, some years ago. Yeah, and he was of course a very strong performer he was very strong to communicate in it but also i have a dream i think we must uh, um, carry that dream we all need dreams because that gives yeah. you passion motivation love to live a life that is uh, above the, the just normal standards uh, to be conscious uh, about it uh, i also liked very much and that i very often uh, search in uh, arts pieces the crossover that bgo made of it so recomposing a song from Sting, but putting a Tutupuan on a stage as a singer. He's yeah. a very strong singer, actress. I saw her in other pieces. She's a very nice and wise uh, woman. And that really gives me energy and gives me uh, an, an, a new view uh, on things. Uh, so it has, in fact, uh, everything uh, in it. Um, and when I saw that it was together with Amnesty International, as a student, I was part of their writers group, eh? Criminology, Freedom, mm -hmm. freedom of Speech, uh, to release prisoners that had another opinion. Um, yeah. So yeah, it has a lot of elements in it. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Lies, uh, for being with us this evening. Thank you. And success further with BGO. <laughs> Thank you very much.
Why are these women here dancing on their own? Why is there this sadness in their eyes? Why are the soldiers here, their faces fixed like stone? I cannot see what it is that they despise. They're dancing with the missing. They're dancing with the dead. They dance with the invisible ones. Their anguish is unsaid. They're dancing with their fathers. They're dancing with their sons. They're dancing with their husbands. They dance. silent faces scream so loud if they were to speak these words they'd go missing too another woman on a torture table what else can they do they're dancing with the missing they dancing with the dead They dance with the invisible ones Their anguish is unsaid They're dancing with their fathers They're dancing with their sons They're dancing with their husbands They dance alone
Pinochet, you've sown a bit of crime. It's foreign money that supports you. One day the money's gonna stop. No wages for your tortures. No budget for your guns. Can you think of your own mother dancing with her invisible son? Dancing with the missing, they dancing with the dead, they dance with the invisible ones, their anguish is unsaid, they're dancing with their fathers, and they're dancing with their sons, they're dancing with their husbands, they dance. 